This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, the left is starting to turn on Joe Biden. More madness from Pride Month and Twitter bans journalists for allowing people to actually, like, just speak for themselves. We're living in crazy times. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. We've got a full table today. I'm excited about this one. We've got Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and host of For Canon's Sake. We have the lovely, the beautiful Savannah Hernandez, independent journalist, uh, getting amazing, amazing footage right now. And it's been quite a day for Savannah. You may notice that she is uh, no longer on Twitter. So we'll have a lot to get into there. Uh, also joined by, he is back in the building, Mr. Mark Lobliner, who is CMO of Tiger Fitness and uh, IFPB Pro, you know, bodybuilder extraordinaire. No big deal. He just does it all, apparently. Political commentator now, obviously. Well, yeah, on well show. sitting next to her, I'm just going to sit back. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to Yeah, you know what, Sarah? Let me just start the show off by uh, opening this guy up, okay? We got the swear jar here today because, um, you know, we love it. We love it so much when all of us get censored by big tech. I, unfortunately, was victim today. Um, but, yeah, how, how are we all feeling? How, how's everyone doing? You know what? Let's go ahead and get into that one first. Um, so, look. We've been talking about all of the craziness going mm -hmm. on uh, at Pride events. We have uh, Christina Aguilera, which I don't even know if we should. I don't even know if we should play the 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 blurred video that we have of her. Definitely, if you have children in the room, I wouldn't want them watching this, listening to this. I don't want to see it. It makes me feel extremely inadequate. <laughs> so I, I don't know if my man over here feels the same way, but me, I'm like, my wife's going to be oh. like, that's, is it supposed to be like that? I'm like, oh. No, the answer is no, especially with the dazzled. I know that for sure. Oh, so Christina Aguilera. <laughs> no, no, I can confirm that that is not the case. Who's 41 years old now put a strap-on penis during her performance at the LA Pride event, which was billed as family-friendly. I got the screenshots to prove it. I posted it to Twitter. Very clearly uh, sold as family-friendly, all-ages audience. And uh, look, we, we blurred out the, uh, you know, the bedazzling. But uh, here is a little clip of her wearing that and her backup whatever, per, like simulating sex acts. Watch. This is... You know, the best part about this clip too, Sarah, is that um, Christina Aguilera actually censored this on her own Instagram because she knew herself that this was not family-friendly content. She didn't want to be censored. So even her own video on her own account, yeah, it's blurred oh out. Oh my gosh, She's I didn't not know even that. proud of what she did of on her not. own Instagram That's account. That's disgusting. She started yeah. out with Disney, so it makes sense. Yeah, it actually does. It actually does. She was fine uh, letting all of the other people's children see it, but when it perhaps might come back to her, she wants to make sure to censor it. So she has no repercussions. That's cute. Sarah, so I went to what Pride DC. Yeah. 
the Pride March in DC this past weekend, I willingly spent my Saturday watching the most degenerate things happening in our country in front of children, mind you. I got a beautiful clip of this man, woman person with breasts <laughs> exposed and his doubt or her I don't, I want to be politically correct here, sorry. Uh, well, I think, yeah, I think the, just... if we're being politically correct, probably penis. So, yeah. <laughs> penis, my apologies, I'm not a biologist, so it's hard for me to figure these things out, I don't, I don't okay? Know, I don't know if I could do this, I'm going to break out laughing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, that's how I spent my Saturday, right? I'm doing my public service to America, trying to expose some of this corruption. I got that. I also talked to a couple of young youths mm -hmm. who were telling me that they were omnisexual, pan-queer, bi, we do trans, have if you want to talk he, to him, it. her. Let's watch the clip and let it speak to it for itself um and before you watch this so i didn't realize how popular this clip was getting it hit a million views this morning and i saw that right before my twitter ban so this clip is now gone but here you go let's watch it i'm gay what age did you know that you were gay um i think at like 10 i knew that i sure? i think at 10 but i wasn't like i wasn't clear on my gender yeah, I I think it, it was around like 10 as well when I, st I started questioning if I was bi. And then since then it was kind of like a, a slippery slope because I kept, I was like, am I bi, omni, lesbian? And then I, I kind of like mm. came to the point and then now recently I've been like, am I pan? But then I like, I think naturally now yeah. I'm starting to realize that I'm queer. But yeah, it was, mm. it started it around 10. Going. It wasn't like fully <laughs> formed, but I guess like and and that's when I realized. it's still going to go. That's a possibility. Yeah, I am genderqueer, trans mask, and queer. What's trans mask? <laughs> trans mask is like, like eh? people under the non-binary umbrella identifying like or oh. presenting mask. I don't know what it Masculine? is. Masculine? Yeah. What any of this is. I am dead inside after getting those clips. I am not joking when I tell you. It took everything in me to try to hold it together. I was talking to a man in a leopard outfit, his penis out and about for all to see, and oh. I was just like, I'm gonna go self-delete, bye. Yeah. This is just I mean, like the LA Fitness locker room. You know, it's like... <laughs> okay, I don't know what's going on in that way. There's a lot going on with the blow dryers, I'll tell you that much. So so you put that you put that video up, which, I mean, literally all you're doing is oh, sticking man. a microphone in someone's face and they're willingly talking about their own feelings. Sarah, so and this is... And you've had your livelihood taken from you, This basically. is actually uh, the shortened version of that clip because there's a longer version where everyone's telling me their pronouns. I met a they, I met an it, I met an I don't know. But that was taken down from Instagram for targeted harassment. And then came Twitter. So across... Twitter last week, I got about 4 million views on clips. I went to gas stations here in Dallas, Texas, and I had the black community tell me, hey, you know what, Joe Biden's saying that the economy is doing great, that, uh, you know, the grocery shelf stores are empty because of Putin. That's all a lie, and we know it. That clip in itself got a million. And then we had the uh, twerking transsexual. That got 1.5 million. And then we had these young, very confused youths, and then the I don't know it people as well. So across the board, we got 4 million. The reason why I'm bringing up the, um, the view count here is because the we made national news right? right we helped push back against this narrative of what pride month actually is what it stands for and what this community is 
thinking and experiencing. They're very confused people. And that resulted in my third Twitter account getting banned. Remember that my first account mm -hmm. was banned for a ban evasion. I have never evaded any ban before. I never had any warning. It was because Donald Trump retweeted me and I broke national news. That clip got 10 million views. And then I broke the Leah Thomas story. I spoke to the one athlete yeah. who spoke yeah, out against Leah Thomas. That made national news in Tucker Carlson. That got deleted. And so I said, you know what? The reporting is too important. I'm making another account. And then we broke national news again. And for the third time, I might Myself, an independent journalist who is trying to show Americans what's going on in the streets of our country has been silenced. So welcome to America in 2022. It's really incredible. I mean, it's really incredible. Look, I, I can't imagine how frustrating it is for you, Savannah, but you have to know you are like way over the target now. I mean, they're doing this to you because you're making a difference, because you're exposing it all. Um, and I, look, I, Eric, I, I want to let you weigh in here because you... You have a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. It's a very large. It's a very large YouTube channel. Yeah. How how do you do it without just getting your livelihood taken? Well, no, that's like happened that. before. I mean, you know, I've been I've had two strikes that I've had to fight on uh, YouTube. I remember I went that like almost half a year when I was off of Twitter uh, for a while there. This is like the dirty tricks that he played. Hilariously enough. It did. One of it was for med medical misinformation, but the Twitter stuff happens when I'm going back and forth with, of course, the Rainbow Brigade yet again. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, yeah, you, she's right. Of course, she's over the. You're right. Rather mm -hmm. than saying that she's over the target, that's exactly what happens. But we're seeing this happen in a multitude of different ways. So Libs of TikTok is going through the same situation, right? Uh, we. I don't know if you guys saw the internal yeah. messages that were uh, going. They were going back and forth. Uh, with um, they're guess, trying to decide if they're going to ban if they're going to ban uh, yeah libs of TikTok. Uh, you saw that the Rolling Stone, among other, I think WAPO did as well. This the with Matt Walsh's "What Is a Woman" mm -hmm. deal, mm -hmm. uh, how they're pushing so far against that. They don't even like the fact that you're paying another company to advertise it. So they do their dirty tricks of coming for people's advertisers and weird stuff like that. What it ultimately amounts to is they want all of us broke. They, 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 they certainly settle for our death, uh, especially. But it all results in influence. When you have independent journalists, when you have folks like myself who are in various subcultures that are speaking sort of this message where they feel like they own the conversation, that is an ultimate threat to them. And I think anybody that is on the opposite side of the leftist when it comes to whatever, wherever you identify on the political spectrum isn't particularly like it's not relevant to me they see you as an enemy and you need to understand why they fight like hell to just stop you from getting information out. Eric, and remember too that this isn't targeted harassment because they love saying, well, this is targeted harassment of the LGBTQ community. All we are doing, all Libs of TikTok is doing, all yeah. I go and do is allow these people mm -hmm. to speak for themselves yep. and expose themselves what they think and who they are. Yeah, no, they don't like the idea of, of that happening because they look at it almost like it's mock and it's shaming even though they're doing it to themselves. It's the fact that, well, people now look to us, even though it's our own word, like we're stupid and therefore that's your fault like what all I did was post what you posted or well, I'm posting your individual words I'm in context literally amplifying generally, your voice You're generally welcome. when they do it to us it's like out of context right. and stuff we're giving exactly. it to you in yeah. context and you're mad at that it all boils down to influence they fought have fought for decades the authoritarian left to get control of, of culture and to be fair that they, they succeeded in mm -hmm. that and basically you can't 
any angle industry or whatever it is in the entertainment space, they got it. They got it. And they're walking the, even these mega corporations, they're walking right hand in hand with them. If that comes under threat, they realize all of their legitimacy is perceived and that stuff is gone. So people that are on the target, people that are becoming influential and really just putting them to shame. That's a big threat. That's more a threat to them than their finances. And that's why they fight like hell to be it deplatform people, demonetize people because they don't want you uh, financially, economically, culturally influential by any means. And they know that they're losing the narrative right now, too. They know that they're yeah. being exposed. And the only way that they can counter that is by silencing us because they know that the people on their side are actually mentally ill. Like, mm -hmm. that's what this is. You heard that clip for yourself. I did not deceptively edit that in any way, shape or form. That was out of the mouths of those children who have been indoctrinated by this community. Yeah, 100%. Mark? I mean, you're seeing it on many levels, and it's at a micro level, too. Like, they will report you. Yeah. You know, um, for example, I coach kids. We had a bunch of Twitter people go and tell my school that I'm an evil conservative, that I'm an mm. uh, insurrectionist. Of course. First of all, I don't even like Donald Trump. Like, I get in <laughs> fights with people as much on that. I, I'm not, now I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. But, but you're not like, a cultist. He's not right. my guy. Yeah. Right. He's not my guy. He's just not my guy. I never I didn't watch his shine. I didn't watch The Apprentice. Not my guy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna battle for him. You know, it's like I wasn't I wasn't there on January 6th going, yeah, and I'm like, nah, you guys got this. Like, yeah. I'm not putting my neck on the line for this guy. But what they do is they're really active. Conservatives do a horrible job because we're independent people. You know, I say that very loosely. I don't even consider myself a conservative, is that I just want to do my job raise my children, earn a living, and be left alone. Mm -hmm. Now what the left does, and it's the socialist mentality, is they will literally fight and die for their cause. Mm -hmm. But the problem is their cause can change daily, right? None of them gave a darn, <laughs> a darn about Ukraine before they were told, told to give a yeah. darn mm -hmm. about Ukraine. They couldn't find Ukraine on a map before this happened. <laughs> no. They probably still can't, and, to be fair. And, and then I get on a plane this morning. I think I saw two masks at the airport. Granted, I flew from Tennessee to Texas, not exactly California. When I first started flying, the 50% after they lifted the ban. So now they're like, oh, well, our superiors say we don't have to wear them now. Basically, they're lock and step. They have no individual thought, and that's dangerous. Because yes. you got someone like me who's active in my community trying to better people's lives, and these people will forsake the development of the youth to get me out because I don't go line, hook, I don't go line step with them. Yeah. I will say what's on my mind. I will say what I feel the truth is. No, but see, I you're a threat up. to them because yeah. you are influencing and the next because generation. I'm a strong and man, mm -hmm. Because I'm a strong man who believes in a nuclear family. Yep. What makes you think you're strong? Well, what makes me think I'm strong is not my mom. <laughs> well, is the fact that, you know what? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I just came from that uh, way. But no, <laughs> you know, the thing is, I will fight and die for my family. Yeah. For what's mm -hmm. right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's what's scary to them. And that's the whole argument about gun control. You know, you look at what's going on with gun control. If we're worried about them taking our guns away then why do we have them in the first place? The guns are there to protect ourselves yeah. from them taking our guns away, from taking away our First Amendment. So what's wrong is that when they see strong men, when they see strong women who have yeah, really values, like they will do everything they can to take you down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've had this discussion with my wife. Should I be quiet? Should I calm down? Should I? And I'm like, no. If I don't say it, who is going to say it? Mm -hmm. yeah. who, nobody, everybody is afraid 
to say it. And that's why we have people walking around, Christine Aguilera with a big fake thingy, um, bedazzled thingy, <laughs> you know, and, and people are just letting it go. Yeah. That's not okay. Not it, it's okay but not at a family-friendly event. Mark, I think and we I'm so glad that. that you just said that, and that's the entire problem with America right now, is that everyone thinks that somebody else is going to say it. Everyone mm -hmm. thinks, I don't have a big enough platform, I'm not strong enough, I'm not courageous enough. No, every single American needs to have that mentality. We will never take our country back until every single American says, if I don't say this, if I don't push back against this, who will? Yeah, Savannah, um, we have to we have to go to break, but I need you to tell everyone like where can they find you and support you where it's safe to do so, and you don't have to worry that you're going to be deplatformed. The only platform right now is Truth Social. At Sav says okay. I'm still on Instagram at Sav with one N and YouTube. Sav says as well, but Truth Social is pretty much the last place that I have at this point. You need to find a place where you can set something up where people can like uh, like. Tip you, crowdfund you. I mean, I'm being serious. I don't care about the money. I just care about the footage. I understand, but I just you're getting amazing footage, <laughs> and if they're trying to take away your livelihood, yeah. we need to make sure that this footage is still getting out, and that you have the ability to go yep. travel to these places and mm -hmm. get this footage because it is so important and crucial uh, at this turning point in our society. Um, so work on that, will you? We'll do. Okay, <laughs> we've got to go take a quick break. We'll be right back. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you uh, live in constant pain. Maybe it's arthritis or maybe you got in an accident. Maybe you are like me and you have herniated discs in your spine that were just causing you or is still causing you just tons of pain all the time. You got to try Omega XL. Uh, it gets rid of the inflammation that is causing most likely the actual root cause of the problem of your pain. But you don't realize that. So maybe you're using a topical cream that feels really great for 10 minutes and then you're just in pain again. Don't do that. Get rid of the root cause of the problem, which is, of course, the inflammation with Omega XL. It is an essential fatty acid combination from the waters of New Zealand, which I'm sure you men out there don't think it works because it's natural. But let me tell you, it does. It's worked for me. It worked for Pat Gray here at the studio. Uh, he was having an elbow problem and could really barely move his elbow. He started taking it. A week later, he felt a ton better. Two weeks later, it was completely gone. You got to try it. It can get you out of pain and it can be life changing. You can Order a bottle of Omega XL right now. Get a second bottle for free. Uh, that is at OmegaXL.com slash news. OmegaXL.com slash news. <laughs> Joe Biden, things are not going well. I'm sure you guys are shocked to hear. Uh, it's not just the American public, which Savannah referenced when she was talking about she went to all these gas stations, spoke with uh, black Americans who are like, yeah, we know it's not Putin and all of these other things that's causing all these high gas prices. Biden it's had the audacity to say that we're in a very financially comfortable situation. You don't feel financially comfortable right now, guys? What are you talking about? I go to the grocery store and I'm like, God, I love paying $10 more for my chicken. You that's great. If it's there. Car. Yeah, like, that's what you need to do. Just eighty. It's just only buy, eighty just grand. Just everybody should just go buy an electric car. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? Uh, so it's, but it's not just the average Americans who are catching on to their higher grocery bills, their higher gas bills. Everything is more expensive, and in general, uh, sucks way more with Joe Biden at the helm of the country. But it's not just them; it's also the left-leaning media outlets who were always, you know, so very careful to carry Joe Biden's water to make sure that all the Hunter Biden nonsense, those rumors, those weren't true. Let's focus on the real issues at hand. They carried his water for so long. I don't think. 
think they're going to continue to do that very much longer if it's any indication uh, seeing Corinne Jean-Pierre being asked about Joe Biden's stamina by Don Lemon himself. Watch. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. He's the president <laughs> of the United States. You know, it, he. Yes. I can't even keep up with it. We just got oh. back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. Uh, that is, uh, I, 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 that is <laughs> not a question that we should be even asking. Just look at the work that he does. <laughs> look what he's, how he's delivering uh, for the American public. Mm. Look, that. That, what, that, we are. That, that article that we're talking about is hearsay, <clears throat> is salacious. Mm -hmm. That's not what we care about. We care about how are we going to deliver for the American people? Mm. How are we going to make their lives better? That's what the president talks about. That is his focus. Uh, and that's where we're going to continue uh, to, to focus on. I love that she's like, what are you talking about? I, we just got back and I could barely keep up with him. I'm like, because he was wandering off everywhere and you guys were trying to find him or what? Because this is the guy that trips up the steps. You know, my so. favorite part about this, too, is that this is the press secretary of the United States, bold face lying to every single American <laughs> and saying that we're delivering for America. We're trying the best we can for America. Again, Joe Biden came up in front of our whole damn country and said Americans feel more financially comfortable than they have since 2013. And we've had the strongest, fastest economic recovery. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I OK. So I want to I want you guys to weigh in, gentlemen. I think they're both kind of a little scared to talk. No, no, no. Savannah here, they're I'm like, just, I'm just like, I'm just, she's got this. I mean, well, she she's, ran from everything else, so she got to get a Tom. Yeah, yeah, no uh, kidding. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So yeah. I want to, so I, I want to get your thoughts, but, but to your point, Savannah, um, you know, he keeps saying all of these lies that everyone's like, why would you even say that? We all know it's not true. Oh, he went on to do that again clip. today, uh, over at the AFL-CIO meeting, and he actually. Well, he was yet he this was old man Simpson yelling at clouds dot gif for sure. But um, he was talking about like, ah, I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're doing awesome things. Watch. I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. <laughs> mm hmm. Are yep, you trying you sure to are. make me mad, Sarah? <laughs> are you like, trying to I mean, piss me off? Today? Yes, you're changing people's lives. All right. <laughs> well, Everything's worse. Thank you. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. At the end of the day, people don't have money. I think it was I saw an extra $5,600 for the average American family mm -hmm. spent per year based on what this idiot's yeah. done. Yeah. The average I call that a low Now, there's another, there's another statistic that the average American can't afford an unexpected, 80% of Americans can't afford an unexpected $600 bill. Right, right. Put that in perspective. That's $5,000 people can't afford. Right. Okay, so we're in a situation now where they're literally... We're looking at something, it's like hey, the, the bird's flying, and the bird's flying right there. Like, no, the bird's not flying. No, it's flapping its damn wings, the bird's <laughs> flying. Yeah. Nah, bro, the bird's not flying. So we're in that situation now where they are literally lying as we're seeing it. Like, AOC, we all know she wasn't in the Capitol, right? She yeah. was like, she was like 10, 15 miles away, whatever. She's still like, yeah, man, that was so, I was in the Capitol. I'm like, They've already proved you weren't in the Capitol. You know, and then the, the whole thing about five people dying, it's like, they just said it the other day. Well, five people died on January 6th. Like, no, no, they literally proved that wrong. And then they, they go on these different things. What they're doing is they're just telling us something's not happening. We're watching it happen. Oh, America's the best it's ever been. This is the best recovery ever. Basically, the job numbers is because everybody was out of a job because we shut the country down. Mm -hmm. And now people are going back to work.
But at the end of the day, people have less money to spend. Yep. Inflation is at an all. Is, is it an all time high? It's at, not at eight point six. I'll let you finish. I'm gonna go in on that because that's a lot too. Mm. So so by numbers. We're screwed. Yeah. yeah. But they're sitting here telling us everything's rosy and there's unicorns and they're pooping out frigging glitter. And at the end of the day, we're screwed. Yeah. But they're saying otherwise. The problem is a lot of idiots believe it. I think the, the unicorns and the pooping glitter was at the Pride event. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the part when we talk about average Americans where, you know, I'm probably it's probably going to sound insulting to a lot of our viewers and good because the average American is also stupid. I'd use the term retarded, to be completely honest, because that's exactly what many of you guys are. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I sat at this, this, this damn table and I told people, go look at all of the receipts that this was on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yet, even conservatives, it was like pulling teeth to try to get people to realize that you're heading down a rabbit hole of economic more insecurity and you're not going to be able to come back from this. So are you it, referring to the all the covid? I'm going I'm to to that. Obviously, this isn't something that started just with that. When yeah. you talk about the Fed and the Treasury and the money ma- manipulation and all of that. Okay. But let's start there. Let's start 2020 when you th- had large swaths of people that were in positions of power that thought that it was a great idea to treat the economy like it was an off switch for a virus that had a 99% survival rate. And we knew it had a 99% survival rate before it ever even got here. We saw that from the numbers in South Korea. Yet still, including Abbott, uh, many Republicans, conservatives thought, well, we didn't, we don't know. So we need to just do this for right now. So you had, in the combination with that, I believe in the last like three years or so, on an upward of 40 to 60 percent of the money supply that that is in circulation right now was printed during that time. Right. So you had that money being printed. You had economic inactivity. And during all of that, still Congress got their butts up there and voted for multiple stimulus packages that your beloved orange man signed off on. He was utterly terrible on this. To act like Biden is the only person responsible for what we have right now is a lie. He's responsible for it as well, as well as the administration before them. That is not my opinion, that is a fact. You can sit up here and say, well, under Trump we had these numbers. That's not how inflation works. It doesn't happen like that. It is something that you have to build, that you in, in, uh, actually build up to. So you had the money manipulation. The government still deficit spending. They counted. They had money that they didn't even account for with the stimulus packages. And all these stupid people on that, both sides of the aisle, for, uh, for all I'm concerned, sat and thought that this was a good idea. Told me to shut up. Well, you shut everybody down. You got to give them something. No, that's the worst thing that you can do right now is give them all money. But this is what you wanted. This is the case for democracy or against democracy. And people will say, well, we're not a democracy. Effectively, that's exactly what we what we are. Stupid people get to vote for people. And and by way of popular vote, these folks legislate, do other various things and rule over their geographical area. Effectively, that's exactly what it is. It's the worst form of governing system. And we can sit up here and keep participating in this charade. And when y'all ready to listen to me, because I've been providing you with the answer for the longer than I've been here at Blaze. But for a decade, like, damn, bro, it's right here. But you keep thinking that we play musical chairs and we get all these ass hats. I'll take it. 
and we get all of these asshats who get up, who, who who sit up and pontificate and lecture everybody else. Say, oh, you get me in office, I'm gonna fix it. The problem is that you think you can fix it. Can I just? Yeah, I, I was like, that was you, beautiful. Just, you just like transferred your energy over to I, him. I I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm calm now. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> I'm actually so glad you said that too, because I'm so tired of conservatives being like, but inflation. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, yeah. we need to stop pointing fingers because that's the entire problem yeah. with politics today. Yep. It's re Republic, de Republic, blah, Republican, Democrat, good Lord Jesus. No, <laughs> it's a corrupt government against the people. Yeah. Eric, you and I talk about this all yeah, the time. Yeah, we do, we do, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 15 days to stop the spread. Yeah. 15 days. Biden didn't do that. Yeah. That was the orange man. That's yeah. true. The orange man came in like, we're going to shut it down. And then, oh, I hope we can get open by Easter. It kept going and going and going. And then the governor's like, no, nah, we're not opening. Now, and then if you remember, Georgia opened up. Kemp opened it up. Trump's like, I think he's doing the wrong thing. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. So yeah. people tend to forget. That's why I'm the first one. Like earlier I went on, like, I'm not a Trump yeah, guy. Right, yeah. Like he's not my guy. We need someone else for 2024 yeah. or else we're going to the same. He's not that he's just weak. He's a, why won't anybody call him what he is? He's weak. I love he's this. so strong. He talks a lot of trash. He's that kid at the playground who talks trash. As soon as you come up to him, step face to face, he backs down like a little punk. So that's what Trump is. I feel like we've, you guys have probably managed to piss everyone off yes. during this episode. Good. So there you go, there you Good. go. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. Who, who knows, if you're not pissed off yet, just wait. It's <laughs> around the corner. Around yeah. Just wait, it's around the corner. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Upside. So look, we're talking about the high gas prices and the cost of food. You know, you're going out to your favorite restaurant and you're like, this costs way more than it used to. Inflation is hitting us all where it hurts. That is why I have Upside on my phone. You guys have to get it. It's a really, really awesome app for anyone who, oh, you know, buys gas, groceries, goes out and dines out every once in a while, which is literally all of you with every purchase. I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. So uh, you go to the gas pump, you use Upside, um, and it, you, you think about like in comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can actually earn three times more cash back with Upside. Uh, you can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. This is a no-brainer, you guys. This is why I was so excited to partner with them, start using it. I'm going to the gas station. I'm buying groceries for my family. You guys are doing these things too, and it's really hard out there right now. So make sure that you are getting all the rewards and everything back that you can uh, with Upside. To get started, you can download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. If you use my promo code NEWS, you will get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That is $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code NEWS. The House Select Committee investigating uh, the January 6th incident uh, announced just yesterday, is it yet? No, today, this morning, that it had postponed its third scheduled open hearing to, well, you know, allow more time for them to put together their presentation. Because, I look, what has it been? A year and a half? That's not enough time. You definitely need more time to go ahead and put together your video. Uh, the hearing had been scheduled for 10 a.m. Wednesday. Now it will happen Thursday. And they did not announce a new start time. They said that, um, look, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. It's just that putting together the video exhibits is an exhausting exercise for our very small video ta staff. It's just too much to put it all together, which I'd imagine all of the, all <laughs> of the deceptive video staff. all of the deceptive editing that they plan to do, it probably would take a while. We got people on our team 
I, I'm in this business of making videos every day that could get a video edited like mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. that. I ain't trying to hear any of any of that. This charade that is January 6th, the fact that they're still trying to keep this damn thing up is hilarious, for lack of better terms, uh, that they're trying to still dramatize it. I had a couple guys reach out to me, you know, the hate followers of mine. Yeah. They're like, well, this thing is going on. Why are you talking about it? It's like, why? There's nothing right. to talk about, number one. I mean, I gave you pretty much what my thoughts were initially. And that was that, you know, it was nothing and why people are apologizing for people kicking their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I don't understand that, especially considering that their criminal class exists at the Capitol. I'm the difference between myself and a lot of these other chicken crap commentators is that I don't pretend like that's not the case. They are the criminal class. So whatever they get, they deserve as far as I'm concerned, because they're doing far worse to us. And when they send your freaking children off to war, those same cats, they're doing far, far more uglier things. But this this is all they have. This is specifically that side. This is all they got. So they're going to milk this thing dry, man. The the reason why they don't have footage and video is because they didn't reach out to journalists like myself who were actually there on January 6th, who actually showed what was going on, showed the people being peaceful, showed them shutting down those who were being violent, rescued the police officers that weren't getting mobbed. I have all that footage. But guess what? All of the footage that I posted on my Instagram account showing the people being peaceful has since been taken down for hateful, uh, violent, for for hatred and violence. But every single clip showing people being aggressive with police officers, showing the destruction of that day is still up on my Instagram account untouched. So again, tell me how big tech and our entire government is trying to sway this damn narrative. Wow. So if we we can get taken over by a bunch of boomers who are unarmed, we're screwed. Like imagine if like, imagine if like a really well-armed militia like from Michigan, you got those crazy white folk up in Michigan, (laughs) right? Imagine if they came in with like even 20 guys and guns, we're screwed. Now they had a bunch of like, literally the, the BMI was off the charts for these fat dudes over there <laughs> running in and you know you got mullets all over the place running in Trump MAGA blah 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 and they're like oh my god it's an insurrection dude if, if that is enough to topple our government we're screwed like we do not need to be challenging Russia or China if we're worried about a bunch of middle-aged white boomers I'm unarmed. sorry, unarmed. They had no guns. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the only, like we, we talked about earlier, the only person who got killed was one of them. Yeah. Mark, keep in mind that our military is celebrating Pride Month and they need safe spaces. Our military. Yeah. So, yeah, right. I mean, what about a don't ask, don't tell? Remember when that was crazy? Clinton's like, okay, just, just do your thing. Do the gay thing, just don't tell anybody. And they're like, but we want to tell everybody. everybody. <laughs> so it, it's interesting. Um, there's some speculation that, you know, the court, the Supreme Court is set to release more opinions tomorrow. And there's speculation that perhaps uh, Congress knows that they are going to release the abortion decision and they don't want to be around uh, because they know that they're. It has the potential for rioting. They were protesting yesterday morning and they were already getting crazy. And it was a small group. You could feel the tension and the anger coming from these psychopathic pro-abortion women who were literally upset they can't murder their children. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know what? I'm, if it's going to happen, like, just let it, let it happen. Let them show who they are. We've already had one guy on their side who tried to, who was on his way to assassinate a Supreme Court justice uh, because of all of this and gun violence, which is cute because he was about to commit gun violence. Um, and, you know, we see them out in the streets threatening all these things, acting like yep. crazy fools. Yep. And the midterms are right around the corner. So 
Go like, ahead. Their messaging's great. Like, we need to ban guns to save lives, except for babies. Let's kill them. Yeah. Kill all the babies. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. It's and like, also except for the lives uh, that I want to oh, end. Oh, oh, and take your guns away, but let's give them all to just random citizens in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Oh, who, by the way, don't like gay people. <laughs> yeah. There's no gay marriage in Ukraine. Right, like, right. I'm, I'm just watching this. Yeah. And again, I'm just, I'm just a soccer dad. Like, I'm just sitting back and I'm like... Is anybody else, am I the only one who thinks that this is some bizarro stuff right here? It's absolutely insane. Like, their messaging doesn't even make sense. Like, they're yeah. at a gay pride parade, waving a flag of a country that doesn't even like gay people have rights. <laughs> Mark, this was the most insane clip. So there is this woman who had a queer Ukrainian power sign. She has a bands off our body <laughs> pin. You have a Jewish Israeli Ukrainian flag being waved at the same time. And then yesterday morning, I attended a climate change, anti-gun, pro-abortion, pro-indigenous black women protest. It was so chaotic Whoa. and I was like, it is 8 a.m. I hate Washington DC. Do, do these Jewish people realize that there's literal Nazis in the Ukraine? Like, I'm a Jew, okay? You can tell I have a huge nose. <laughs> you already knew. Like, the Judar is just going crazy, okay? <laughs> I told you guys that we'd piss more people off. <laughs> and, Not me. And we're here. Yeah. There it no, is. No, but I could tell the jokes, like the Seinfeld episode. But check it out. They're Ukrainians. They literally have the Azov Battalion. They're, they're Nazis. Mm. They are literal Nazis. Nazis don't like Jews. No. It's kind of really? their thing. Huh. It's kind of their thing. Kind of and yet they, these, these Jewish liberals, which I never understood because we have all the money, we control Hollywood, they're waving them like you think, but they have good accountants. And they're all the accountants and lawyers. We, we all know that. But I'm sorry, Chris Jar. Swear to um, So, I'll put it around. Pass it around. So, so, like, they're waving these flags and they're literally contradictory to all their beliefs. Yeah. If you're a Jewish pro gay person, pro-gay marriage, and you're waving Ukrainian flag, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're a complete idiot. They, they literally are the personified, I support the current thing well, meme. It's, that's why NPCs was the perfect, for those of us that are gamers, yeah. it was the perfect term to describe these people. They are on a script. Yeah. And that script gets updated from time to time, and then they'll do something different. But aside from that, they can't deviate no. from that. They're incapable of doing it. Yeah, it's so true. All right, we got to take a quick <laughs> break. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm trying to get to her level, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Bows and Arrows Coffee Roasters in British Columbia is facing backlash after it uh, posted a job ad on Instagram that said that white cisgendered men would be at the back of the line for applications. Watch. It advertised their hiring, quote, at this time, white cis males, meaning males whose gender identity corresponds to their sex assigned at birth, are back of the line. The post hit Reddit with the headline, Bose Coffee not hiring white cis males. Then it went viral, the loudest voices online calling it reverse racism. One of the shop's owners disagrees. We're seeing a lot of, you know, white male hurt feelings straight up nationalism disguised as um, calls for equality. So wait, wait, can we pause that? Wait a minute. So he's the, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yes. Hey, that's the owner? He yeah, yeah. is a white <laughs> male. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I watched man. the clip and I was yeah. like, wait, but I, what? Huh? Wait, what? Sarah, I'm just going to say, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you know what it did is Clayton Bigsby as a white man. <laughs> Maybe, man. Maybe. See, I, I get, and of course, yeah, it was a white leftist uh, that's behind sort of that thing. And he's probably patting himself on the back like, hey, I'm, I'm really 
championing uh, diversity and inclusivity and whatever bogus terms it is that they that they use. Like, I hate to reverse racism because I guess it's just technically racism. It's still racism. racism. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, just racism. racism. I don't know. Racism okay. for white people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It's just racism is, yeah. all that, is all that it is. But I wish they weren't so like, you know, chicken crap about this idea that they are pro-diversity anyway. Like, I'm, I'm a capitalist. Capitalism, I mean, if you are pro-private property, simple as that, being discriminatory is implied. That's literally what private property is. I get to discriminate on who gets to use this. So I'm not pro right. any of that, be it affirmative action, civil rights act, never been that way. The f- problem is that they act like they are. There's insane amounts of different civil rights laws, not just at the opposite of the Civil Rights uh, Act 1964, but you know, states have their own various laws and that will be against it, right? Yeah. But that's okay. Because it, it targets a specific race that they say they've deemed that racism or being discriminatory. They're flat out telling you that, hey, we you're in the back. You can imagine them saying that about some other race. Mm-hmm. That's going to get a lot of those mm-hmm. folks in, in trouble. I just wish they would be open about it and say you are pro-discriminatory. And that's it is what it is. Yeah. Thanks for telling me out loud so I know not to support your stupid business. Yeah. But just Come out and say it. Yeah. Stop trying to be teeter-tottering and acting like you're a champion of inclusivity. It's discriminatory just against the right people. So it's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, as a business owner, I'll tell you one thing. No- number one is you want talent. I don't care if a purple dinosaur walks in. If he could do the job and make my company money, I'm going to hire that purple dinosaur. Okay? The problem is, if for them, it's virtuous. And him doing it is literally saying that white cis males did i get that right yes. mm-hmm. white cis males are smarter and better than everybody else so i'm gonna give this i'm gonna as a white cis male i think he was cis he looked kind of non-cis to me <laughs> i don't even know what that means um is that i'm gonna i'm gonna give this charity to these subhumans yeah. to these non-white males white liberals are the cancer of the earth white liberals are the worst Human, they're subhuman themselves because they think they're so superior to mm-hmm. people who aren't white yeah. that they need to treat them differently. That's racism. Yeah. If I have an athlete come to me, I don't care what color you are, I'm getting you faster, stronger, I'm going to get you a D1 scholarship. Well, I don't care what color you are, I'm not going to be like, well, you probably run faster because you're this color. I'm not yeah. going to say what color. <laughs> 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 but it's just me. Well, that's, I mean, that's why we have Eric on the show. We're yeah. just trying to give him a leg up in society. Yeah, I know. That's right. Poor guy. Like a more hand-me-down kind of uh, yeah. type of situation. Because he he can't no, do it himself. I haven't accomplished anything no. on my own no. at, at all. I mean, No, from, don't go look at his YouTube channel. Yeah, not YouTube, at, former athleticism. Yeah. No, don't look no. at any of that stuff. That stuff never, never happened. It, but you're completely correct yeah. in that they are the most racist mother lovers that that exist out there and in my experience eric all i'll say is i was at an abortion protest yesterday right and we had a white liberal woman saying that the pro-life movement kills black people and it's bad for black people the pro-life movement kills the black community and i was like reverse they're bizarre yeah they're that's a projection babies yes are you crazy lady are you mentally ill the answer is yes there's another two-hour show yeah. Planned Parenthood was literally founded by a woman who yes. wanted to get rid of black people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we gotta take a break again. We'll be back. White liberals, I just want to fight everybody.
Remy Bader, who was apparently a TikTok star known for her realistic clothing haul videos, claimed that during a recent trip with other influencers, a ranch would not allow her to ride their horses due to her weight. So uh, she apparently weighs over 240 pounds and they have a obviously a policy that they don't want to hurt the horse. Uh, and yeah. she's very upset about that. So. Maybe she should stop being fat then. Do you do you do yeah. you think? Yeah. Yeah, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like maybe she should lose some so damn weight, put the McDonald's saying? down, go outside oh. and run, put the gym shorts on, girl. Stop trying to murder horses. <laughs> Yo, I think this is an animal rights issue. I'm serious. Like, it is. The, the horse, like, I'm not getting out, like, because I weigh, I weigh around the same as she does. I'm, I'm also a, a dude with a lot of muscle. Yeah. But, like, if they said, yo, you're too big for the horse, I'd be like, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know, don't want to hurt be, it. Look, dude, he, here's the thing, man. Being fat is a choice. It always and now, they, they're not a prote- that's not a protected class. About to well, be. Well, well, they're, they're probably afraid you didn't eat the damn horse. <laughs> I mean, at the, put some barbecue sauce on it. But at the end of the day, man, you, you can get leaner. Yeah. Like she's fat. She likes the attention. Look at how she's dressed and whatever that is. You know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm sick and tired of everybody trying to be a victim. Yeah. Okay, you're too fat to ride the damn horse. <laughs> it's not because it's not because of any other reason, but they don't want to break the damn horse's back. That's it. Well, that's my thing. Is like, do we or do, do you want them to hurt the horse just so you can feel Basically, special? Yeah. It, it, this is the whole like kind of it, obviously the fat acceptance stuff. Yeah. It's just, like weird to me. Like that's bad for you. So when and we you see the, the intersection of fat acceptance and PETA. Oh, which one will that, win? Maybe we should instigate that to see what happens. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.